WCSG Backstage gives you access to your favorite WCSG DJs from your family-friendly morning show, the most music for your middays, and the ride home. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Tom. I'm Kathy. And this is WCSG Backstage. Well, welcome to WCSG Backstage. This episode, we're going to talk about surprises. We've got two truths and a lie. We return to bullpen court. Talk about those things that we're just not good at. And of course, we've got a deep cut. Well, research has shown that randomly finding money is one of the best surprises in our lives. What's one of the best surprises you've ever experienced? Tom, why don't you go ahead and go first? I got to say my children, but I'm going to narrow that down a little bit. Uh, My boy, Noah, Mm. um, I was raised by a single mom. And uh, I remember finding out that I was having a boy and mm-hmm. I was I was kind of scared. I was like, oh, man, how am I going to do this? I don't really have that male role model. Mm-hmm. I prayed about it. And I'll tell you what, it turned into the most exciting thing ever. And uh, I, I am so happy to be a dad of a little boy. You know, how old is he? He is uh, six years old mm-hmm. and he's, he's just not six. He already. is six. Yes, he is. Oh, and he's word. a sweetheart. He's yeah, just... because I think he came <laughs> just before I started working. Wow. here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's the gentlest little boy. Um, I feel like God just gives me and equips me with everything I need to be there for him, to be intentional, uh, to love on him, to discipline him. It's just, it's been a great experience. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. I also went with the kid thing because I literally (laughs) couldn't come up with anything. (laughs) Uh, But I went at it a a little bit of a different angle. My kids just happen to have these little nuggets of surprises every once in a while. I was thinking about this and I was thinking my son recently out of the blue, he's he's a pretty gentle, quiet kid. He can be a little rambunctious because he is a boy, loves video games, uh, but he happened to let me know that he joined the leadership team at school. Oh, wow. wow. And I was like, I didn't even know that was a thing. And I guess the the focus is like helping other kids and and take care of them and helping them get in from the lunch. And so I was was really surprised by that, but also like, yeah, you go, you do something new and exciting. And I think the same thing with my daughter, watching her get involved in uh, new things just in the last couple years of middle school with drama and singing and doing music lessons. Like, it's been really fun to just be surprised about those skills that they have that I didn't realize they had Mm -hmm. and then especially with her since she's going to be 13 this fall that uh we have started to have these like adult conversations or i can have a conversation it's like i'm having it with an adult wow and it's just kind of fun because it's like oh you're you're kind of my contemporary in this moment but i'm still your dad right (laughs) that's nice when they surprise you with the good things i mean there's plenty of other challenges out there but it's those moments i like to hang on that's awesome Mine is also kid-related, but it was a surprise. You're having another kid. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Really? Um, I, I, have my, I have four kids in a grouping of 19 months, and then there was a five-year break, and then we had two more. And that fourth baby came along way, way faster than we expected. Uh-huh. And it was like, we had a baby, and then we had a baby. So um, <laughs> that was a really 
a shocking surprise, but also a really good one. Um, at the time when the two little boys were little, it was really, really difficult just keeping track of a toddler and a baby at the same time. But now they are like best buddies and they share a room and they share a closet. And I can't imagine it being any different. But yeah. that was quite a surprise at the time for That's sure. Awesome. I think sometimes God does that on purpose, like because we can't plan. We wouldn't have planned things right. that way. Right. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Mine absolutely doesn't have anything to do with my kids and Yay. I feel a little shallow <laughs> no, right now no, because no, no. I was like, it's really hard to surprise me with things and uh, my husband has tried over the years, but the other day he surprised me and that he said he had invested some money like a few years ago and I had no idea, which I mean, that's not, that's kind of normal. And um, <laughs> he had invested like two or $300 and he forgot about it because we went through a lot of life stuff and he checked it the other day and it's worth like $2,200 now. Wow. And I was like, nice that's surprise. Nice. Yes. 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 Better yes. than the car repair that you think is going to cost 200 yes. and then is 2200 Right. <laughs> need to rebuild the engine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Well, time to trick each other with some fact or fiction. Two truths and a lie. Two facts are true. One is not. Let's get to it. Jeremy, you go first. All right. Well, I decided to do a themed one this time around. I'm going to do it on one of my favorite things, Nintendo. Uh, So number one, everybody knows Nintendo for all things video games, Mario, Zelda. However, before all of that, Nintendo was a huge marketer of playing cards, instant rice, and vacuum cleaners. What? What? Rice? Instant rice. Yep. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> Nintendo rice. No, okay. Nintendo rice. Uh, number two, there's been a number of peripherals for Nintendo systems, like the Power Glove and a bunch of different controllers. Mm-hmm. But one that was seriously considered was a knitting machine. It was designed to be attached to the original Nintendo and utilize design <laughs> cartridges that would print the knitted patterns. Hmm. So like hmm. a 3D printer for knitting, kind uh, of. For basically, yeah. Okay. 3D knitter. Yep. <laughs> wow. Uh, number three, capitalizing on the success of the movie The Wizard. I don't know if you've seen that. It's got Fred Savage in it. It's basically a giant commercial for Super Mario Brothers 3. Mm-hmm. We ended up getting Super Mario Brothers the movie. Now, before Bob Hoskins took on the role of Mario... Tom Hanks was slated to play the plumber. His shooting schedule for Sleepless in Seattle took him out of the running. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. I don't feel like any of those are true. (laughs) The rice, Tom Hanks, the knitting. I don't know if there's any truth in any of those. Okay. Okay, I I thought I had a chance at this because I played some Nintendo in my day. Yeah. It was fun to go through this because there were a lot of other things that I didn't realize. So weird. Yeah. Okay. If we have to pick one, I feel like... What was the three items that Nintendo was known for? Playing cards, instant rice, and vacuum cleaners. I feel like you're trying to trick us with that. Too many items in it. I feel like it's playing cards, ramen noodles, and oh, vacuum cleaners. Okay. All right, Kathy. Smarty. How about the knitting thing? Okay, fair 3D, enough. 3D knitter? Is that what it was? Well, I mean, it's basically, it's a knitting machine. It plugs into the Nintendo. You put the cartridges in, and I, I guess no, it just it prints, so prints cool. out different knitting like, patterns. Like I want that to be real. But yeah, me too. I just am gonna go with it. Just, okay. Yeah, Tom. I, I can't imagine that the knitting machine is real. It okay. sounds really crafty, but I know. It's just, I, I can't go with it. Well, you are all wrong. Yes. Uh, Nintendo cut. was known for playing cards, instant rice, and vacuum cleaners. Uh, there was a knitting machine. It didn't go into production, but they brought it to a convention, oh. and there was just not enough interest, so they pulled <laughs> right. the plug on it. Uh, but Tom Hanks was slated to play the plumber. However, Nintendo, who's in charge of all that thing, uh, for that 
that movie, they said he was demanding too much. He demanded $5 million to star as Super Mario. They got rid of him, and uh, Bob Hoskins stepped in. And now that's what we have. I mean, okay. you're Tom Hanks. You can you can demand the mm-hmm. things. You can yeah. imagine no, Tom Hanks being Mario in a movie. I no. didn't know there was a movie no. about Mario. Uh, it's, it's, it's so bad. Can it I tell so bad. bad. They, we have never we have not had another Nintendo themed movie since that one. But that's Sonic the Hedgehog was good. That's Sega, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Sega. Okay, can I please tell my favorite Mario joke? <laughs> yes. This is such a good joke. Okay, what happened when Mario broke up with Princess Peach? What did he say? Um, I'm trying to think of all the things he says. All right, I don't know. Taking too long. It's not you. It's a me, Mario. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Okay, my two truths and a lie have to deal with something that I also enjoy that is a favorite of mine. We're going to talk about Oreo cookies. Oh, yum. yum. Okay, number one. After an experiment conducted by a high school math class in New York, they discovered that double stuff isn't actually double stuff. In fact, there's only 1.86 times more filling, not actually two times the filling Mm. in the double stuff. It might surprise you that there was a time when you couldn't get Oreos in every flavor combination under the sun. The first time they messed around with the flavor of the Oreo, they changed out the cream and they put peanut butter cream instead of vanilla. Mm -hmm. And number three, Oreo got its start at the Nabisco headquarters in New York City. Back in 2002, they renamed an entire stretch of 9th Avenue Oreo Way to commemorate the cookie and its impact on the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. They do that. I feel that mm-hmm. like that's a thing. They, they do change they also, the name of streets yeah. uh, sometimes. Uh, what was that first one again? The first one is that the double stuff, they, uh, a high school class found out it wasn't actually double stuff. It was only 1.86. That so sounds yeah. real, but I don't think it is. Uh, I'm going to go with that first one being the lie. Okay. I think the names of the streets, that happens. Uh, the third one, what was that again? The peanut butter the, oh, filling. That, that, that peanut butter filling. I think, that, I, I, think I remember that, so... Yeah, okay. I was gonna say the peanut butter one because I th- I feel like I know you pretty well. Like you would just swap out the peanut butter flavor, and it's really like <laughs> lemon or something mm. like that. Were you looking at my computer screen? Oh no, oh. was that really what it was? Okay, I'm uh, sorry, Kathy, you don't get a chance to guess. Oh, I go with Oreo way. Just okay. <laughs> <laughs> the the Jeremy is correct. Uh, it wasn't peanut butter. It, it was, was lemon. lemon. No uh, way. They put lemon in the middle. Okay, originally. I did not see your computer. The reason why I went with that is growing up as a kid. Like I feel like my daycare lady, she had ones that were like lemon and nobody ever liked those uh, so i feel like that would be that maybe that's where those ones mm, had yeah come they from. didn't mm. last very long yeah. but now they've figured out how to revamp the formulas and you have watermelon yeah. and Thank all goodness. different kinds of so flavors. did they put lemon in between the chocolate wafers yes Ew. it was chocolate oh, no. with lemon in them. that was a mistake yes yeah. Yeah. it was okay bad and idea. another but fun the vanilla fact. cookie goes well with lemon yeah for right? sure yeah. oh yeah yeah every time Another fun fact is they, the Nabisco company, they officially do not know what color the Oreo cookie is. They say you can call it black, you can call it brown, whatever you want to. We don't choose. It's huh. up to the consumer. Huh. So you Thank know. you, Oreo. Yes. Yeah. Nice. For the freedom <laughs> Giving us to choose. choice. Okay, uh, so mine is Earth Day themed. Uh, Earth Day is coming up as we record this podcast uh, in a couple days. Uh, So, all of them Earth related. Here's the first one. The Earth is fast. Depending on where you are on the globe, you could be spinning through space at just over 1,000 miles per hour. By the way, people on the equator move the fastest, while some still standing on the North or South Pole would be perfectly still. That's the first one. Okay, the second one, the pole flip-flops. In fact, over the past 20 million years, our planet 
has settled into a pattern of a pole reversal about every 200 to 300,000 years. As of 2012, it's been more than twice that long since the last reversal. Wait, so like Earth turns upside down? Mm-hmm, flippity-flop. Okay. okay. Yep. <laughs> and uh, here's the last one. The Antarctic blue whale is the biggest organism on the planet, weighing up to 400,000 pounds and reaching up to 98 feet in length. Hmm. I feel like I've seen that in the Guinness Book of Records okay. somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the flip-flop of the upside-down north-south pole thing okay. as yeah. my untruth. Okay. I was going to go with that one just because I feel like we would have learned about that Maybe. <laughs> at some point. Like, hey, just at any point, the Earth yeah. could be upside down. Right. I don't think it like turns like a carnival game where it just or a <laughs> like carnival you don't ride. Feel it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. I, it's still going to go with that. Yeah. I'm going to go with Speedy Earth. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just remember it being fast. You said something about fast. Well, you're all wrong. Yes. Uh, the blue whale is the biggest animal on the planet. Oh, oh. But the biggest organism on the planet is a really huge fungus. Uh, in 1992, scientists reporting in Nature revealed to the world a uh, armillaria, or honey mushroom, fungal organism that spans 2,200 acres. Wow. Oh. Yeah, it's a lot oh, of mushrooms. So yeah. what does happen when the poles flip then? <laughs> Jeremy's afraid having I, to do a headstand. I, know. I, mean, yeah. I didn't look into it too much, but from what I understand, it doesn't happen right away. It's something that takes uh, its turn over time. Okay. So, okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Wild. Isn't that strange? Yeah, yeah. yeah and it's, it's due to happen. So. All right. Okay. Hang on, Watch out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Be aware. See, see him start installing like boots. safety rails everywhere. You yeah, know, right. it's about time. Yeah, we're going to be upside down in about 10 days. I think that sounds fun. Okay, so mine are all about animals. You guys know I love animals. Well, I think you know that. Well, you're getting to know that. We're learning. Um, So you're learning. So these are all about animals. You ready? Yeah. Never underestimate an armadillo armor. A man from Texas once fired a revolver at an armadillo in his yard only for the bullet to ricochet back and hit him right in the face. Ooh. Oh, wow. Not good times. In the face. In the face. Yeah. Not the leg, not the arm, the mm-hmm. face. I know. I don't know what happened to him. But anyway, um, number two, the turkey. Follow me here. The turkey is called India in Turkey. It's called, in the country of Turkey, it's called India. Yep. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 All right. And number three, research has shown that rabbits appreciate music and have their own individual music preferences. While taste can vary, rabbit to rabbit, it turns out that hip hop is a firm it. favorite in the Coney world. Stop it. I believe that. I believe that. Hip hop. <laughs> that is a bad third grade joke. How do kangaroos? What kind of music do they like? Yeah. <laughs> is it also hip hop? Yes, it is. I feel like. Oh. I mean, armadillo is too weird to not be true. Like, I think that has to be true. Um, I, I'm going to go with the one about the hip hop being the untruth. Indeed. I'm going to go with the second one. I okay. the, it's a little confusing, and I think it's probably something else. Uh, I agree. Second one, not true. Okay, so the turkey is called India Stop in it. Turkey, and it's <laughs> so actually weird. Uh, in Peru. Uh, it's called Peru in India. Okay, this is super confusing. It's called French chicken in Cambodia. That one is a little better. French, French um, chicken. Yeah, all I mean, of we... these, <laughs> all of these names refer to the mistaken exotic origins. Oh. Uh, basically, um, yeah, the armadillo is true, but yeah, the hip hop. I just had to. I just okay. had okay. to. Okay. So you got it right, man. This is bullpen court. Well, bullpen court is back. Uh, Carol reached out to us with what she considers a court case. Uh, listener to WCSG backstage, she says. Are you supposed to read people's shirts on one hand? Why would people have words on their shirts if you're not supposed to read them? 
On the other hand, sometimes the words are in weird places and are just kind of awkward. Hmm. I love listening to the podcast. Keep it going. Kathy, what do you think? Okay. So I think the point of a graphic teacher is, yes, of course, to read them. You know, but often you can tell based on the person wearing them, maybe you should just like look away. So, you know, like if it's too tight or you, you know, uh, just you can just say I'm not going to read this one. However, for the most part, I think a good graphic tee can help us get to know someone. It's a good conversation starter. Um, so if you if you especially if you don't know the person at all, um, but yeah, you probably shouldn't stare. But I think it can tell you a lot about a person. So graphic tees, I say go for it, read them, um, unless they just kind of look shady and you know that the message is not going to be good. Fair sure. enough. I think it's hard for us to divert our eyes. I think that's why billboards work mm-hmm. because you are so curious as to what it says. But I feel like if you'd rather not be looked at, maybe don't wear clothing that does have that. So yes. I think it's okay to look, but yeah, don't stare. Look, yeah. but don't stare. Right. Yeah. Tom and I are both like, we both have writing on our shirts <laughs> today. So. Don't look. Feel, don't look feel at like a writing. little exposed. Yeah. I feel like if your t-shirt wasn't meant to be read, the lettering would then be like opposite upside down so only you could read it right. you know what i mean in the so mirror, maybe. the way yeah. that it's put on your shirt i think is meant for other mm-hmm. people to read it but there are some t-shirts where it's like why would you ever put that on a shirt right yeah. you know like i'm offended by that mm-hmm. but some people just simply don't care sure yeah, I, I'm the same way. I think that, you know, if it's easy to read, if you're not like leering and lingering um, on what you're reading, I think that, that it's fine. It's a kind of like a bumper sticker on yeah. a car. Yeah. If you can't see it, you know, you can't see it. You still can't see it. You're not going to be like following them. Right. I figure yeah. out that your student is uh, you yeah. know, student yeah. of the month. What does it say? It's ruining me. Uh, yeah, there's so, fine print. Yeah, there's a time to walk away. Absolutely. So All just right. knowing that and. Yeah. So it sounds like everybody's in agreement. It's okay to look. I think so. Don't Just stare. don't linger. Yeah. Look, but don't linger. Don't linger. Like that. Good word. Yeah. All right. So we all have our strengths and weaknesses. For one Polish man, passing the driver's test appears to be too much as he's failed 192 <laughs> times. Wow. wow. One could make the argument that he's really good at not passing it. Uh, so fill in the blank. No matter how many times I've tried, I'll never be good at blank. Mm. Amanda? Okay. For me... No matter how many times I have tried, I will never be good at making Rice Krispie treats. <laughs> really? <laughs> I am quite good in the kitchen, I think. I know how to cook. I know how to bake. I know like measuring is important, and I know kind of the science and chemistry behind it. I cannot make a good Rice Krispie treat to save my life. They are either too marshmallowy, too sticky, and it's a mess, or they're hard within like 10 seconds. Yeah. So I have not yet found the correct formula. So I, I'm, I've kind of given up on it, honestly. Like you can buy them if you really want one, but I'm just, you're not going to find them in my kitchen. Sounds they're good, good the way they're made, you know, too. They're soft. They're perfect. Yes. Why, uh, why do anything else? Right. Yeah. yeah. And I have heard, you know, people say, well, if you just butter your hands and you can press it. In the, but why do I want to go to the so work of buttering work. my well, hands? Well, then you have to try and figure out how to get butter off your hands. Right. You done, it's like trying to get oil off your hands. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, boiling yeah. hot water, which doesn't really That's seem super no, fun. not a good idea. Yeah. yeah. So we'll stay away from that. Yeah. So don't expect me to bring Rice Krispie treats to <laughs> Unless they're the pre-made with yes. in the packages that you can you write go. the note on it right. and everything. Well, I can't make Chinese food for the life of me. I huh. have tried over and over and over again. I get it wrong every time. And I think I know what it is. It's the fish sauce. Mm. And I just don't I don't want to add that. But yeah. I, th- I think that's like the important ingredient. And it's it's just one I just won't add. It's I, fragrant. 
Is it? Is it's it? so fragrant. Yeah, it's yeah. very fishy. A little dab will do you. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend who had a bottle of it, and just even opening it, you can smell it across the room. Yeah. It's very, very fishy. fishy. Yeah. Very yeah. fishy. Yeah. Do you, can you make rice? Because that is yeah. a trick for a lot of people. That is, is like true. Without rice. a rice maker, making oh, rice yeah. is hard. Maybe I can make a good rice. I can. I can do mm-hmm. rice. It's, 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 the, it's the sauce. Mm-hmm. It's the sauce that I always get wrong. Like I said, I think it's the fish sauce, but I think it's also keeping the sauce separate from the vegetables sure. and the chicken and all that so it doesn't get too watery. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. You know, Trader Joe's does offer some pretty legit frozen Chinese food meals. I know really? they're not yeah. authentic, yeah. but in a pinch, they're pretty good. I mean, it'll work. Yes. Yeah. A lot less, lot less time. Yeah. All right. Well, no matter how many times I've tried, I will never be good at basketball. <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, I went to basketball camp several oh, summers wow. in a row. Oh. And no matter what I do, I can't, I can't do it. I can play like pig or horse or every once in a while, like... I can make an, an insane shot and be like, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. But like to actually pick up a game, I, I get tired running. I'm terrible at shooting. It's going all over the place. I think all my kids, my kids are better than me. It's just terrible. It's a terrible thing. It's fine because you're only 5'9", too. That, so it's not like you were hoping to go into the NBA. Well, I, right. But the thing is, is growing up, I also collected basketball cards. Like I was a so big fan basketball. of basketball. Like yeah. I loved Michael Jordan mm. and John Paxson. The Bulls at that time were amazing. Yeah, they were. And mm-hmm. I never turned into anything remotely close to any of them but but i mean you could say you are a broadcaster that's true and so maybe somewhere down the line in your future who knows what doors god could open mm-hmm. you could do color commentary or play-by-play yeah. for basketball games That'd because be nice. the pandemic has caused even high school teams to broadcast online that's true so a whole new breed of commentators has come mm-hmm. along so there you go you could always be a part of it you'll have yes. without actually playing without touching your the niche. ball okay. yes because <laughs> like that even translated into where like I was the water boy for the football team because I also couldn't play football. (laughs) You were involved though. I was involved as much as I could. I found every angle. That's nice. That's very cool. I'm very encouraged by that because I too have a lack of athletic ability so all the sports in in high school I did not play and I didn't even try but I did not say that as my answer because I didn't try Mm -hmm. I didn't really Mm -hmm. I was like nah I'm terrible not gonna try however I will say the thing that I am not good at is dancing and I am bearing my soul here to you guys because this is the real me I'm just not a good dancer and I like dancing like I will enjoy it I feel like Beyonce but I look like Elaine from Seinfeld and I really do enjoy it and it's fun to do I took a ballroom dance uh, class with my husband who's a great dancer because he took the lead he made us look good people thought we were good Mm. and I was like yep it's just him I'm just standing on his feet (laughs) exactly by myself I'm I'm a lost cause so yeah it's dancing have you ever tried you said you like playing video games growing Mm -hmm. up have you ever tried like the games like just dance oh yes and you're still not feeling it oh the kids love playing with me yeah they love it (laughs) they think I'm just old but it's really it's been my whole life oh bless them Well, as always, we appreciate you listening to WCSG Backstage. You can help with the success of the WCSG Backstage podcast by rating, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. And each show, we close things out with a deep cut, a song that one of us really enjoys that we want to share with you. Tom, what did you bring us? I have a new song from Natalie Grant. It's called Face to Face. Uh, It's from her album, No Stranger, that was released uh, just last year. So some good stuff there. It's It's a real sweet song just about wanting to be close to God 
God, finding peace and strength in him. And uh, here it is, Natalie Grant, face to face. All right, thanks, Tom. Yeah. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Tom. I'm Kathy. And this is WCSG Backstage. My feet are tired from the running. My strength is gone. 